You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday, September the 24th. My name is Lucas Smith, your host for the show. Thank you for listening, whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening, whatever you are listening on. It's always a pleasure to have you listen to the show. Well, it was an unfortunate night last night to be a St. Louis Cardinal fan. And um, this season has really been a roller coaster. So we will um, do a quick little snapshot of the game like I always do, then talk about the themes and kind of talk about how you know, people are kind of pointing fingers to who to blame, and people don't like Schultz as a manager and all these different things. And at the end of the day, guys, it's the players that aren't performing, and I've got some stats to back that up. Uh, managers can put teams in the best position to win. I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's it's the professional athletes that are not stepping up, that are not playing well, and that are failing the team. So we'll get into all of that, and we'll get into the emotional roller coaster that has been this season as well. When you look at the game last night, you had Martinez uh, on the bump. And, you know, I was probably overly confident <laughs> um, coming into the game. I was probably riding the high of Austin Gomer's good performance. And that did not translate well into Carlos Martinez. The silver lining in Martinez's start was that he was able to go five innings. But at the end of the day, Martinez did not get the job done. Five innings was his final line. Nine hits, eight earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts, and two mammoth blasts given up to Salvador Perez. Beyond him, Seth Elledge came in and gave up three more runs. Cody Whitley with his first return since uh, being activated. He gave up a run. Jake Woodford with his close appearance, though. Um, so, yeah, Carlos Martinez really disappointed last night, and it was really tough to see him leave with an injury. No matter what your feelings are towards the guy as a pitcher, it you can't help but feel for the guy who, who, who gets hurt and who's been hurt before. So you have to wonder if that's Carlos Martinez's last pitch as a St. Louis Cardinal. His contract isn't up until 2022 or 2023. I think there's a couple different options there for him. Um, but what, you can't you keep you can't keep depending on the failure that Martinez has given you, especially this year. He's just too big of a question mark to uh, to stick around on this team. And so we might have just seen Carlos Martinez's last pitch as a St. Louis Cardinal after he uh, went off with that side injury. And then the offense. Uh, you know, they were able to get nine hits, so that's great, but they left seven runners on base, and they were two for seven with runners in scoring position. They had one extra base hit. That was Yadier Molina, who's now two away from 2,000, which is great. That'll be a good milestone when he gets it. Uh, Carlson was over three with a couple of strikeouts. Bader actually had a, a decent day. He was two for four, but he did strike out twice. Um, yeah, just not a very good offensive day. People continue to struggle. Um, Ravello did have a hit. That's good. Miller had a hit. That's good, but not a good offensive day on the whole as uh, Danny Duffy and company really shut the door down pretty good. After Duffy, it was Barlow, Junius, Montgomery, and Blewett to, to close the door. So it was, uh, it was a frustrating game for sure. And um, as we kind of move on from, th- from that game, because there really isn't a whole lot to tell you about it. This season has been an absolute roller coaster. I feel like I've ridden the highs really high and I've ridden the lows really low myself because this team kind of teases you. They tease you with their talent. They tease you with, with with playing well for a game or two or three. Their longest winning streak this season has been four. 
But then after that, they bring it down to earth, and, and you realize that this team really isn't a playoff team. Uh, they might make the playoffs still, but I still would not consider this a threat in the playoffs because time and time again, after they, they tease you with, with their success, they bring you right back down with um, a realization that the, these these players are, are probably not going to get the job done for St. Louis. And, you know, I might eat my words later. They might make an October run, and you guys might look back to this Thursday episode and say, Lucas, you were wrong. Lucas, you were wrong. Uh, I'm willing to eat those words. That's fine. Because when you look at the stats, they don't tell you very good things. They, they, the Cardinals conclude their road trip at 7-6, and six, and Schilt was positive. He said, we just came off a 13-game, 10-day road trip with a winning record. Have to feel good about that. We've got the destiny in our own hands. Have to feel good about that as well. You know, he's right. He's trying to save face with, with a little bit of positivity there. And, uh, you know, yeah, just say that there, there was positive 7-6. and six and But at the end of the day, in that 13-game road trip, the Cardinals hit just 201 with seven home runs. That's not a good number to have. When you look deeper into the, the numbers in, in, the, in eight games, they had one hitter less with runners in scoring position, and they won two games without a hit with runners in scoring position. Um... You know, and I tweeted out during the game that the you know one of the, the uh, bigger at bats last night uh, was the at bat in the uh, in the uh, sixth inning, I believe it was yeah sixth inning when um, Brad Miller pinch hit and struck out uh, or grounded out rather DeYoung struck out before him, and I tweeted can't help but feel the, the Cardinals lost right there, and somebody responded and said that um, the game was lost in the first inning, and they might have had a point, but the the momentum could have swung towards the Cardinals' way in that point, and and it didn't. Uh, that just you know kind of showed the failure with it. And Cardinals on a whole this year have not played well with runners in scoring position. That has been a theme of the season. They've had 393 at bats with runners in scoring position. They're batting just 247 with an on base percentage of 355 and a slugging percentage of 344. That's good for an OPS of 699. And that OPS for the league is good for 14th in the league. Yes, they have a, a lesser number of at bats. Uh, than some teams um, because of because of games, but also because they're not, they're just not getting a lot of opportunities, um, and they're they're just not hitting very well. Their average of two forty seven is um, is twelfth in the league, so even that's not good. And you know th- th- this team straight up just isn't performing. And at some point you have to look at it and see like, okay, what's going? What is this team actually going to do? Um, when when you when you look at this team. The names don't really stick out to you as a, as a playoff type team, and I, I don't want to hit that, you know, beat that horse dead or anything. But when you look, the, the season has been an absolute roller coaster. Like I said, they haven't had a winning streak more than four. They've only had a winning streak of three, I think, three times when you when you look at it. Um, they won three against the Reds from August to September. Um, they they. Uh, Won three against the, um, the the Cubs, and then and their little five game set, they uh, they won four against the Pirates. But other than that, there haven't been a lot of winning streaks, and there have been losing streaks involved in that, um, and losing series involved. They've lost way too many series for this to be a, a contending team. And you know, you look at it. You know, for example, on the second to last week of August, you won two out of three against Kansas City. You think th- things are going good, then you get swept by the Pirates and lose two to the Indians. Yes, you end that series on a very high net with the Wainwright start, but that's just one example of this team not performing and this team really showing you glimpses of talent and teasing us with their talent and then saying, okay, never mind, this is, this is the team we're actually going to be. We're going to be about a 500 team. We're going to be 
you know, right there in the middle of the pack, but I don't know if we're actually going to get anything done. Um, you know, I also tweeted out this morning that the Cardinals um, are 15 and 15 against sub 500 teams and seven and six in one run games. That's not going to get it done. You have to beat up on teams that are sub 500. You have to be above 500 against teams that are sub 500. So there are a lot more stats to get into and a lot more things to talk about. And I will talk about those things. Uh, talk about some struggling Cardinals and how Schilt isn't necessarily the main problem or the main culprit in the situation here as the uh, Cardinals finish up their, their series their season with a five-game set against Milwaukee, and I'll also talk about that series as well. All of that and more coming up in just a moment. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 the world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports have had a break, your businesses didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever, and Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to give you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our great listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions do apply. Offer valid through September the 30th. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. And best of all about those prices, they don't change at rockauto.com. They're always reliably low and same for the professionals and do-it-yourselfers alike. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Big series coming up tonight against Milwaukee. Be sure to tune in. 7-15 is the first pitch. Um, this is this is it. This is a make-or-break series for St. Louis. There's no other way to put it. Last series of the year, everything has to go well. Talk about the importance about that series coming up in just a bit. Be sure to follow my Twitter account, LJ Fastball. Follow the show, Twitter, and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals for all show updates and every Cardinal update that I could think of. And uh, some stats as well. Um, and some stats that I'll share with you tonight that I've already shared on Twitter last night. Um, or share with you today, rather, that I already shared on Twitter last night. But, uh, you know, when, it, when, the, when the team is losing this, and I, I know the Cardinals, like I said, 7-6, and six, po- positive road trip. You can be as positive, as positive, as positive as you want. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are 27-26 and 26 with everything going on. That's great. Um, and that, that's all fine and dandy. 
But at the end of the day, Cardinal fans and the Cardinal franchise does not settle for fine and dandy. They, they settle for division championships. They settle for deep postseason runs. This team right now is not going to get that done the way they're playing. So I'm going to talk about the negatives. And that means talking about some of the recent stats for St. Louis. I already shared um, some stats about the, the team. But then when you look at some individual Cardinals that have been struggling recently, these are stats for these players in the last 15 games. Carpenter in 42 at-bats is slash of 190, 244, and 381 with two home runs, seven runs driven in, two walks, and 13 strikeouts. DeYoung has been abysmal. 49 at-bats, 163, 241, 184. That slugging percentage is really bad, 184. No home runs and six RBIs, five walks, and 20 strikeouts. He's got just one hit in the last seven games for an 042 average. Brad Miller in 41 at-bats, uh, 171 average, 320 on base percentage, 390 slugging, so that's not terrible which is attributed to his seven walks, but 171 isn't going to get it done. Two home runs, four RBIs, 18 strikeouts. Tyler O'Neill and 36 at-bats, 139, 220, 333 slash line, two home runs, seven RBIs, four walks, and 13 strikeouts. That, that's just a few numbers that, that I pulled from. You can probably go to any Cardinal in the last 15 games and see how much they're struggling. Um, and, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if you found that at all, just because of, of how the Cardinals have been been playing and you know at the end of the day people can, can point fingers they can blame they can say Schilt needs to manage better they can do whatever they want at the end of the day Schilt can only make so much of a difference it's the players that are playing and it's the players that are coming up short right now it's not Schilt that is that's coming up short could he manage a little bit better maybe that doesn't matter at the end of the day offensively this team needs to be better this is not a postseason caliber offense type team they just plain and simple need to be better. There's no other way, way to put that. And, you know, Schilt can put players in the best positions to win, but he just doesn't have the lineup to do that right now. I mean, I talked about it a couple of shows ago about the, the abysmal batting averages that you see, and they just keep getting lower and lower and lower. Uh, Matt Carpenter, who pinched hit yesterday, struck out with the with cup runners on base. His average is at 182. Uh, the young average has plummeted to 250. Um, Brad Miller's down to one, 242. Carlson's still at 189. Pater's up to 210. And it's kind of sad when you look at a, a player's average and you see 210 and you get excited because he's been hovering around 200 and 205 for his entire career. Um, so, I, I don't know. People say Bader needs to play more time, and I just I just don't see it. He's a career 233 hitter. I think he's had plenty of time to prove himself, and he just hasn't done it. So... People can point and, and blame Schilt all they want. I know I've seen a lot of hate going towards Jeff, Jeff Alberts uh, or Albers, the, the, the hitting coach, and I understand the hatred there. You know, people want to blame fingers, and you know, managers and hitting coaches can do a lot. They they can help people get out of slumps, and they you know they can do a little bit. That's my point here. That they can help a little bit, but at the end of the day, these are all professional athletes, and for the non rookies and the non young guys, they've been playing this game for. A very, very, very long time. There's only so much a manager and hitting coach can do before the players like, okay, this is on me. How am I gonna fix this? And right now, there's nobody on this team that's saying, all right, I'm gonna fix this. And it's just unfortunate that you know, Cardinal fans want to blame the coaching staff and the management when, sure, I'm sure there's some blame to be assigned there. But at the end of the day, completely all said and done, players need to perform better. And right now, they're just not getting it done. And 
you know, people might come at me and saying, Lucas, you've been so high and so low, get get one way or the other, and I apologize about that. But um, this team has, has teased me just like they've teased all of us. And um, at the end of the day, this series coming up is, is a huge one. There's no way that I can understate the importance of this Milwaukee series. Win the series, you're in the playoffs. Lose the series, you're either out of the playoffs or you have to play extra games to try and get in. If ever there was a time to step up, now is that time for the St. Louis Cardinals. There is no tomorrow after this five-game series if you underperform. There's no we'll get them next series. This series is it, period. We've got to get it done. Um, and for, for their rotation, after the uh, the health issues now, Carlos Martinez, their rotation is lined up like this. K.K. Kim, Flaherty, DeLeon, Wainwright, and Gomber. Um, with how the first games, couple games might go, I wouldn't be surprised if they switch a couple of those around, especially Wainwright and Gomber. Maybe you save Wainwright for the last game or what. Uh, it probably depends on how much they, they win. And it'll be a tough task tonight. You got K.K. Kim, who's coming off probably one of his lesser uh, starts in, in on the career. Uh, gave up four runs, six hits, and five in the third innings. Uh, first time he allowed an earned run in a start that he pitched at least five innings in. So that that that's uh, it might be an anomaly. So I'm thinking he bounce, bounces back tonight. Uh, but Corbin Burns is going for the Brewers, and he has been lights out. 4-0, 1-7-7 ERA. Um, what, what jumps out to me is the 83 strikeouts in just 56 innings. Um, so he's been really good. He pitched once against St. Louis before uh, on the 14th. He went four and two-thirds of an inning, five hits, one earned, walked three, struck out 10. So even though when he walked three and couldn't get out of the fifth inning, he still struck out 10 Cardinals, which is just insane. Um, so it all starts tonight. First game is the most important game of the series, um, and the Cardinals can really get off on, on a good foot here when you look at um, you know, winning the first game and going from there. Like I say, it all starts with game number one, and that, that starts with KKK on the bump tonight. So... Win, lose, or draw, I will be here back tomorrow talking about it and talking about the rest of the series as a whole uh, tomorrow on Friday. Once again, email the show, LockedOnCards at gmail.com with any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns. Twitter, LJFastball is mine. LO underscore Cardinals is the show's Twitter account. Be sure to give them a follow and like as well. Also on Instagram. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay well. Have a great day, guys. 